This is episode 770 for December 2022. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Fred Douglas. That opening song is from the band Deep Purple, and the name of the song, Mad Dog, because we're talking about the Mad Dog Ward with this spider history. We're taking you back to the 80s. This story happened just right after Craven's Last Hunt, often overlooked, but still a classic. That's why we're tackling it on Spider History. Before we go to JR, I want to talk about our Patreon program. Log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. You can get nice perks like early access of podcasts, exclusive podcasts, uh, behind-the-scenes info. You can also get merch like crawlspace t-shirts and uh, stickers and hoodies and coffee mugs. And also, we have our own Discord just for the Patreon members. So sign up at patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right, let's talk about some mad dogs. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to Spider History with JR. And this is our last one of the year if you're listening on audio version. JR, what's going on? How was your Thanksgiving? How was your Halloween? Oh, the same as ever. I had to spend it with family, so you know how that goes. You got you all your gifts picked out? What was that? You got gifts. I don't give gifts. <laughs> I'm the gift that keeps on giving. They're lucky to have me. Wow. So, but anyway, um, we are going to the insane asylum for the last story of the year. <laughs> Why did yes. we pick this one, JR? Because the fans demanded it. The fans did ask us to do the Mad Dog Ward. Mad Dog Ward. Or Spider-Man Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Right. And, and this one came immediately after Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, kind of an unusual story to do the kind of a yeah. uh, you know, really intense. Uh, uh, but at least this is not being buried alive. But uh, but anyway, I uh, there's going to be a number of Cuckoo's Nest illusions. And I would yeah. be remiss. If I did not mention the just very recent passing of Louise Fletcher. Oh, who yeah. Played There's Nurse Ratchet, Ratchet uh, yeah. and won an Oscar for that role in uh, in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, very and, good movie. Uh, cemented herself as in all the polls you see of top villains in movie history. She's yeah. on there. Nurse Ratchet is one of the greatest movie villains, uh, movie villains. In and history. if you, if you are a longtime fan of this show, you know, I like a few things. I like Spider-Man. I like the Hulk and randomly I like Chucky, the killer doll and Brad Dourif, who I share a first name with was in Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, and he did a great job in that, uh, along yeah. with Jack Nicholson and, and several other people. Yeah, I think Danny DeVito and Christopher Lloyd yep. were, uh, yes. you know, before they became famous, you know, they were some of the patients as well. You know who produced uh, that movie? Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas, my Uncle Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so th- um, who anyway. wrote this? I can't remember who wrote it. Ann Nacenti? Is that it? Oh, okay. This story. Yes. Ann Nacenti. That's Anne right. Nacenti. Ann Nacenti wrote it. Uh, Cindy Martin uh penciled and uh janet jackson was slumming so she did the colors uh, <laughs> janet jackson the colorist yep yep but anyway unusual cover unusual cover it this is, is bill sinkevich uh, yeah this is uh you know almost looks like you know black and white chalk or whatever and yeah. uh you know there's a, a number of images of like uh 19th century women uh which yeah. i think i think is is perhaps a reference to 
uh, how easily it was to uh, be able to commit your wife uh, to an insane asylum in those so days. What's the matter with mommy yeah. on the cover? Well, Weird that's, cover. Yeah, that's the. Uh, so anyway, yeah, very interesting, kind of very different cover. So. Um, Brent the, wants uh, to know why Venom's on the cover. That's not really Venom. This <laughs> is pre-Venom. I know. Pre-Venom. Pre-Venom, but also he is in the black suit at this time. Yeah. So, so was anyway. this the first time Spidey was written by a woman? I thought I read a bit of trivia somewhere that this is the first female written Spider-Man story. It could, it could be. Could, I, be. I can't say with 100% Me neither. certainty. That's cool, though. Uh, but uh, it is, it's one of the few, you know. Uh, probably the first time. time at least on amazing we can we can confirm on that I oh definitely yeah definitely definitely on amazing yeah yeah this was a uh, this was again this was a um, three-part story that uh, through all three titles uh, yeah. at the time because um, they had uh, such luck with Craven's last hunt doing that they thought they'd repeat it <laughs> oh here we go Matt Matt says Louise Simonson wrote she wrote web one so oh, that's maybe, right. maybe Louise, Louise Simonson was the first but maybe on amazing and is the first female on Amazing. Probably. So, probably. Yeah. You know, I tell you, I, why do I do spider history? Somebody is always correcting me. I'm always getting something wrong. I'm just really kind of feeling insecure right now. Oh, you know? hush. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, don't quit your day job and become a psychiatrist. Gee whiz. You know, <laughs> you got you got terrible bedside manner. Anyway, now the story opens uh, with a young mother who is clearly in a, an extreme amount of psychological distress. Uh, hearing voices and carrying on conversations with people who aren't there. Her son asked mom, were the shadow people talking to you again? All right. So she's clearly mentally ill. She's probably got schizophrenia. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, both of her kids are packing and getting ready because she's going to leave her husband. Um, but as bad luck would have it, just as they walk out the door, the husband shows up. And it's not very long before we find out that it's a very unhappy home. Uh, the father is rather abusive, appears to be rather abusive, uh, and he works for a criminal organization, which will, of course, we'll find out very shortly whose criminal organization that is, uh, and uh, a fact which is no doubt exacerbated her his wife, whose name is Vicky, Vicky's psychosis. Okay. Yeah. Well, Vicky says, you know, she's going to call the cops on Frank. She's going to turn Frank in. Then Frank, the husband, threatens to kill her. <laughs> you tramp, yep. I'll kill you. Um, so she but so she calls and she gets a hold of the police, but the cop she contacts just happens to be part of whatever Frank is also working for. All right, which we find out is the Kingpin's organization. Because yep. no, no sooner does you know Frank grabs a phone or whatever and hangs up with the cop whose name is Rollins or whatever. And, uh, you know, the, the, and the, the Frank is just saying, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh yeah. I got to read this dialogue. What, <coughs> which gotta, one? Which one? Well, hang on a second. The arranger is calling. So yeah. Frank knows the shit has hit the fan because yeah. the, the minute he hung up with Rollins, he called the arranger. Now, arranger. Now. <laughs> all right. He, Here, let me he, kill this so you can see all the word balloons. What does he say? Yeah. Um, you know, women, they get queer sometimes. Oh, my. Yeah. Rollins thinks your wife likes telling stories too much. That would be bad enough, but perhaps the wife is a bit too queer, Frank. Uh, 
Perhaps her mind is cracking apart a bit. Perhaps this queer woman needs a long rest somewhere. Talk about dialogue that did not age. That did not very, age well. No, it did not. Did not yeah. age, but that is how we, you know, it, you know, well, it's funny because uh, uh, when I did the 902 or whatever uh, issue, mm -hmm. I used a word which is obviously, you know, but the first definition of that word is a stupid, obnoxious person, which is what okay. I was. But it's yeah. just amazing how words change over time. And this story was written back in 1987. Right. So, you know, this is 35 years ago. So, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it, it's just interesting how uh, some of these yeah. stories, you know, they, 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 they age, they don't age very well. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, that, you know, that's, that's kind of a, that doesn't happen again, but anyway. Um, so anyway, but the ranger is going to offer Frank a way out. Okay. Of this. Okay. Um, well, Frank knows what that means. Okay. So, you know, the ranger, they don't, the ranger doesn't want to have Vicky killed, but they just want to put her away. Okay. okay. Uh, essentially to, um, you know, but then it is, you know, Frank is saying, oh, but I still love her, blah, 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 blah. But of course, you know, she's, she's crazy. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, she, um, uh, and she, you know, she obviously can get him in trouble. She obviously can get him and them all killed uh, by, by her, by her talking. So they agree to put her away and sedate her pretty well to sedate her into zombie status. So Did they cut her hair. Is that her getting pinned down? No, 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 no. This is different. No, this is okay. some, somebody else. Okay. So okay. we go to the, 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 so we go to this, this mental institution. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, they, 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 you know, really this pretty good in this one page, they pretty well introduce the players and, uh, and what the purpose of this hospital is. Okay. Uh, so we find out that, so the doctor and the orderlies are trying to sedate and restrain this extremely strong person who's going to figure into the story later. Uh, and a nurse comes to tell the doctor or comes to tell this doctor that the new, uh, that the arranger is sending a new patient. Uh, and she has to be kept dosed below the speech level, uh, you know, yeah. and so she's put into the mad dog ward and the doctor obviously is a very unethical fellow because, you know, he gets to experiment on these poor people uh, yeah. who, who get committed to this, to this uh, institution. Okay. So, so obviously, you know, like I said, the Kingpin doesn't want to kill this guy's wife, but he wants her essentially one shade of dead. Uh, so next we go to the daily bugle. Again, this is an odd page where everybody's looking out the window at a balloon of one of the, 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 essentially the raid roach motel roaches. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and Peter's going, Oh, I can't believe Mary Jane and I are in a committed relationship. Uh, especially <laughs> when he, you know, she's halfway a, on a modeling assignment. So, but this is just a weird page because it absolutely does not fit in the story whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and the draw, the, the art's a little it's weird. Yeah. It's a little, yeah, it's not, is, is isn't the, uh, I forget. Is the artist the same through all three parts? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, That's yes, just what God. Yeah. Again, I, you know, it's, I, I hate to, you know, criticize art because like I've always said, I can't draw a straight line with a straight edge, but yeah, this just kind of seems off the whole, the whole thing. Uh, but anyway, um, so there's this whole weird page and it's like, you know, someone brings up the idea that, you know, that superheroes cause more harm than good. And, and it's like, but this absolutely goes nowhere. Um, so 
anyway, so Peter, Peter's thinking, oh, I got to go to dinner with, you know, Aunt May. I wish I didn't have to because I got all this mental crap going on. And, oh, I probably got to go out and take some pictures for Jonah, you know. But anyway, so as Peter's leaving, the uh, he leaves the bugle and he sees this ambulance scream by. Uh, and then all of a sudden he sees the two kids of Frank and Vicky, um, yeah. uh, Jacob and uh, uh, I don't remember what the other one's name is. But anyway, so he runs into their two kids. And they're telling him that the ambulance took their mother away because she's acting funny. And of course, Peter has absolutely, you know, it's like no context, like anything else. Well, maybe she just needs a rest. <laughs> no, they're trying to get rid of her. So she'll shut her mouth. And, you know, and, and so again, he, he has absolutely no idea what's going on. So he's saying, well, you know, you could always go visit her, you know, and they say, yeah, that's the ticket. Let's go, yeah, Tanya. Let's, we'll let's go, go visit, visit mom. Her. Come on, yeah, Tanya. In the loony bin. Yeah. I don't know how we'll get there. You know, since we're two kids, we can't drive. We probably don't know how to take a bus or a subway or anything else. Uh, but we'll get there. And it's in Pleasant Valley, which is in Queens. Okay. Hornacek says the penciler is Cindy Martin. So we had a female writer and a female penciler. That had to be a first for Spidey, maybe even Marvel. And a female but, colorist, like I said. And uh, Janet Jackson. A yeah. Slum, it's all a slumming, a slumming Janet Jackson. Yeah, no doubt. That's cool. All right, let's take a look Hang at Peter so anyway, sleep, sleeping in the bed. So, you know, Peter, he can't sleep. You know, he's, he's, he's got all kinds. And now he's actually worried. He says, oh, God, I hope what those kids. Heck? I look hope those panel. kids. <laughs> ah, jeez. <laughs> I can't. I, I got to get it off the screen. Hold on. There you go. <laughs> all right. But, you know, th this thing is with the kids is bothering him. You know, he's like, you know, he he, he doesn't want, he said, oh, God, that was a stupid idea suggesting they go visit her. And, you know, and uh, and it's like, I, I don't, you know, domestic situations and me do not mix. Spider-Man doesn't need to be getting involved in that. That's that, that's beyond my, uh, you know, I, that's above my pay grade is getting involved yeah. in domestic. But anyway, but it's just bugging him because he's thinking, isn't Pleasant Valley in Queens? All right. Well, these dumbass kids really do decide to visit mom in Pleasant Valley. Uh, and the dumbass boy, boy is packing a gun. Oh. <laughs> you know, yeah. and well, dad's there because dad followed the kids. Again, how they got to, uh, you know, Pleasant Valley on their own. I don't, I don't uh, know. Their thumbs. They hitchhiked. Yeah. So anyway, so, you know, dad's there. He followed the kids. Well, and then, you know, the family's Jeez. issues start. To, yeah, yeah. The, the boy's disturbed, too. Uh, you know, Good he blames gosh. his father for his mother's problems. Um, and, uh, again, you know, obviously this is a, a very stress, you know, domestic situation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and the father's wondering if he's basically, you know, has, has the my life choices screwed up my kids, screwed up my family, you know, and ruined their lives. Um, the security shows up with their, you know, rifles drawn and, uh you know, after consulting someone on the uh, the phone, they says, "Well, we got to take you all in." But they okay. go. But anyway, so dun dun dun, Spider Man shows up. You know, because he okay. apparently, you know, what decided to go to Pleasant Valley, uh, and he takes them all out except one, who happens to be dangling the little girl and threatens to throw her off the uh, throw her off the uh, yep. building. And again, again, this is a, a situation. Spider Man takes these guys out easily. I, I always hate it when Spider-Man is underpowered, when writers write him as underpowered. Mm -hmm. I mean, he goes in, cleans house, he's done, except the one guy. Well, so the guy, the bad guy drops the girl and Spider-Man goes after him, but obviously he knows he's setting himself up to be shot. And he is, he's shot. 
Uh, so between getting shot, the blood loss, and then crashing into the wall, he loses consciousness. Okay. To be continued. Okay. Captain Zero brainstorm and the other mad dogs. So we got the, uh, we're off to amazing, the flagship title. Amazing Spider-Man number 295. And we have another Bill Sienkiewicz, I think, cover, because uh, Life in the Mad Dog Ward. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think, when did Michelini start writing Amazing? Somebody out there knows for sure. Uh, um, uh, but I'm, I'm just kind of wondering, because I think Spider-Man, I think Amazing was, uh, you know, like, for example, 289 was Peter David. Uh, I I'm think thinking two two ninety five ish. I'm thinking yeah. because well, this is uh, two ninety five. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, two ninety eight is obviously Michelini and McFarlane. So right. what? Right. There's a Doc Ock story drawn by Savick before that. Mm. So maybe but, that's uh, it. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, because this is, I mean, because the, the Spider-Man titles were kind of in a state of flux. I mean, because the previous two months oh, had been here we go. had been Craven's Last Hunt. Here we with, go. Uh, two nine, two ninety, two ninety two. Um, so, it, so, so this is he, like a fill-in. Yeah, it was. I mean, and, but, okay. but see, as prior two months were too, they were JMD Mateus doing. So I guess Michelini was just getting his sea legs under him for writing go. Spider-Man two ninety, and then he's permanent in two ninety six. There you Thank go. You, Brent. Thank you, Brent. Thank you, job, Brent. Um. So, so yeah, the, 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 the titles are kind of, they got a lot of guest writers, uh, during this period of time. Um, so anyway, the issue opens with a patient being wheeled into, cause this is a hospital slash mental institution, whatever, anyway, being wheeled in with a gunshot wound. And we see pretty early, clearly early that it's, it's Peter Parker. It's Spider-Man. They've taken his, uh, his mask and tunic have been removed, uh, in order to operate on him. Okay. And now why nobody thought this might really be Spider-Man because <laughs> they were just on the roof. I mean, they were just on yeah. the roof of this place and, you know, he had just been, you know, shot, you know, he'd just beaten up a whole bunch of security people, got shot by one of them, fell there right on the ground in front of it. And nobody except one person, as we'll find out later, knows this guy is really Spider-Man. Right. So, you know, a little suspension of disbelief there. But anyway, there's this nurse. Her name is Mary. So I'll call her good nurse Mary because she's a good nurse. You know, she's not like these other scumbags. Good nurse Mary. Not like the good doctor, that TV show about with, with, with the Norman. Is that Mary right there? With young, yeah, with young Norman yeah. Bates, not the Got good it. doctor. But uh, anyway, but so what we do in these next page or so is they, they, they describe to Mary uh, various inhabitants of the mad dog ward. So, you know, you have the harmless ones who just sit and, you know, twiddle their thumbs and, and watch TV, go watch game shows all day. And then you have, uh, you have the shock treatment room where fat Marge takes the troublesome ones to get their brains fried. Uh, and then there's the high security wing for the dangerous ones, murderers, Nazis, and would be superheroes, you know, guys who put on their capes and go jump off buildings. There you go. There's the superheroes. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, and, you know, he's being sarcastic because it's guys who believe people who believe they're superheroes, as we'll see when we meet uh, Captain Zero. Okay, got it. So, so anyway, like I said, no one really believes he's the real Spider-Man. Uh, but really what they've done is they've doped him up something fierce, doped him up to the max, but he's still waking up and he's still, but he's still obviously pretty strong. So they really gave him a super duper tranquilizer that finally puts him down. But before he passes out, he tells good nurse Mary, 
that he's Spider-Man and he's there to rescue someone. Okay. Now, this goes it, over. I think that's right. Here's where you're talking about. Right yeah. Now. And, yeah. and of course the orderly is like, they've heard this all before, you know, they've, uh, that, you know, someone's claiming to be a superhero. Someone's claiming to be somebody else or whatever. So, and as you know, we meet, we will meet somebody who thinks he's Jesus Christ later. Um, sure. but anyway, so the nurse hears though, him say he's Spider-Man. Well, several days later, Peter wakes up, but he's strapped to a wheelchair and he's really dope up and he's in a fog. You know, he knows who he is, but he's, he's way out of it. He's referred to as patient 336. And there's a yep. shrink trying to work with some guy who thinks he's Jesus Christ. Well, then Peter meets another guy who, this is Captain Zero. Uh, he's going to meet, yeah, there we go. There Captain, Z- Captain Zero. Yep. Uh, and he says that actually the psychiatrist is a patient too, who also thinks he's Jesus Christ. So they're always arguing with each other. Uh, but anyway, so we find out that Captain Zero is a pretty simple guy, not too smart, you know, but a pretty simple guy, nice guy, you know, likes to do things to help people. He likes to feel that he's, you know, he's, he's really a, a, a hero. Um, so, but Peter's starting to, to, to just kind of remember, think and remember some things and his, his independence and his, uh, is starting to reassert itself. And he says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, you know. Well, why are we here? You know, why, why are we here? We don't belong here. They're forcing us to be here. They give us crap food. They don't let us go out into the, the sun. Uh, you know what? We should stand up for our rights and fight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I I'm thinking is like, so he's doing the Jack Nicholson role in, uh, you know, in, in one flew yeah. over the cuckoo's nest. Is he getting them all wound up? Uh, so he gets Captain Zero wound up, uh, and, and some other people wound up, but, uh, but then, uh, literally he, then loses his train of thought, <laughs> you know, cause he, again, cause he's so, I mean, he's so heavily medicated. Um, yeah. but again, you know, like I said, Peter's he's, he's, he's fighting this the whole time. So he, he's able to talk to good nurse Mary. Uh, mm-hmm. and he wants good nurse Mary to take him to Vicky because he, he knows he's supposed to help this woman. So, and, um, now the nurse, doesn't know what it is about him, but she finds him trustworthy. Yeah. And also mentioned that his files are kept tightly under wraps. Now, this is something, uh, and later it'll be more, but uh, she becomes way too trusting. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, yeah, you're right. I mean, it would be people think they were uh, superheroes. In fact, I remember once where uh, a very old Batman comic where uh, Bruce Wayne went undercover uh, and, uh, you know, people introduced themselves as Napoleon or whatever. And one guy said, I'm Batman, you know, and he was what, you know, it's like, yeah, here's my costume under my bed. So right. yeah, that's, that's like, that reminded me of that story. But anyway, so good nurse, Mary uh, takes him to Vicky uh, and he begins to talk to Vicky he says, I know you, I, uh, I, uh, I know your kids. I met your kids. Uh, and I know you shouldn't be here. Uh, you know, we, 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 you know, we've got to do something, you know, I got to get you out of here, but again, he's doped up and he passes out again. So now we have a three page interlude, uh, with Frank and the kids, uh, apparently the, uh, the, the, the security force security, let him go back home. Uh, and so we have actually kind of a very diff- uncomfortable three page scene, uh, where the father's trying to connect with his kids but the kids blaming for putting mom away, 
you know, and he's thinking I had to do it. I had to, you know, put her away. Also, I, I had to, I, I, yeah, yeah, I am working, you know, in a shady business, but I had to, because I had to make enough money because I had to pay for all your mom's doctors. Um, but it, it, again, it's, it's a very dysfunctional family situation. Uh, anyway, so we get, we have three pages of that. Um, now, and we finally meet doc, the evil psychiatrist. Now we don't know his name yet. And we, we actually, we don't find out his name until years later, uh, because actually, and the Sinti revisit some of these characters. But anyway, wait a minute. Are you not- talking about in the ultimate Spider-Man, uh, uh, anthology? No, 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 no. Um, or is there a follow-up to this? Yeah, there is, but I'll get to that at the end. Okay. Uh, and you don't have to wait till next month, boys and girls. We're okay. going to do it all <laughs> in one, one hour or well, one hour, actually, yep. yeah, something like that. Uh, so anyway, we meet Doc. Uh, of course, Doc's an evil psychiatrist. Um, and, uh, you know, we see the, the, the patient, patient we saw in the first issue, patient 2020. Uh, and Doc is trying to brainwash him into thinking that, well, Doc's his dad, his father, and he'll do whatever, he should do whatever Doc wants because Doc's his dad. Uh, and then we find out that what Doc is doing is he's taking some of these patients and he's trying to turn them into assassins for the Kingpin. All right. Uh, and he's hoping, he's hoping that the Kingpin will be grateful enough when he sees, you know, patient 2020 and uh, that he will allow Doc to operate on Spider-Man patient 336 because he says, I know that he is truly Spider-Man. Yeah, he does look like Professor Young Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> that's a good one, Mike. Um, yeah, boy, I hope that's not too old of a reference, is it? Because the Odd Couple was too old of a reference for people. Uh, but anyway, uh, so anyway, so Doc is the only one who knows he's really Spider-Man. How he knows he's really the only one who knows he's really Spider-Man. Nobody else does. Again, you know, it's the story. All right, so we go back to Peter and the patients who spend all their time watching game shows. Okay. Well, and then, and, and this is something, again, I can't see, I, there are some event things that happen. It's like, no, they really wouldn't do this in real life. Okay. <laughs> but apparently the hospital has ordered a new type of straight jacket for people. So the vendor who, or either the vendor who sold them the jackets or the administrator who ordered the jackets. But anyway, he's demonstrating to the staff how to use these straight jackets <laughs> in front of all the patients. Gosh, gosh. I, I just, no, you have, that's what you have meetings for in meeting rooms and conference rooms. Let's try it, try it out on a few of you crazy ones. Out yeah. Here. It's My like, goodness. Hey, let me pick this crazy guy over here and try it on. So, so anyway, so Peter sees this and he's, this is just absolutely humiliating. You know, well, yeah, it is. That's why they wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, I guess the whole point, the whole point is, I think Anne is trying to make is that mental and, and you know, again, mental institutions don't treat people. They just warehouse people. They warehouse sick people. They don't treat them. That's, I think, the point that she's trying to make. But this is a little bit much. But anyway, so Peter sees this. And so what he does is he tackles the guy and he puts the straight jacket on him. All right. So now, so then he really decides to go Jack Nicholson. He's, again, his mind is starting to clear up or whatever. And he's telling people that they should fight back. They shouldn't be treated like this. You know, and good nurse Mary is standing there and saying, oh boy, you know, I really should stop him because really all he's going to do is bring more trouble on himself and everybody else. But, but, but uh, I'm so proud of him. You know, it's like, 
Oh, yeah. you know, somebody needs to stand up for them, you know, for everybody or whatever. And I am so proud of him. So proud of him. Yeah, I know. It's, it, it, it's, uh, it's a little much. Um, of course, because Peter, Peter, Peter Spider sense is dulled by all the drugs. He doesn't sense the orderly coming behind him who sticks him with a sedative. And Peter calms down and basically kind of shuts down. And that just crushes the revolt. So, you know, Mary comes back, gently pushes Peter back in his wheelchair uh, tells him how proud she is of him and he falls asleep. All right. Okay. So, so now we go to doc's office and one of the other administrators come in and is updating him on, you know, all the disturbances. Uh, but they've got everybody straight jacketed and, and double dosed with she's brand worried, new straight jackets. <laughs> yeah. She's worried about captain zero, uh, yeah. the big guy, because he's resisting all the mad dog training. Uh, you know, he's a big, strong guy and he's aggressive, but he won't hurt anyone, you know? So he's really a failure, uh, in the, uh, in, in the, in the, you know, a failure. And so the doctor says, well, tomorrow would be a good day for a lobotomy. Mm-hmm. All right. To be to, wrapped up. To be continued. In spec 132, in spec 133. 133, spec 133. Uh, the fall of the mutants is coming, by the way. We're having the mutant massacre coming. <sighs> or maybe we already did. Maybe this is. Are they all going to go like to, to an island for a big orgy in this, in this one? Nope, that's about 25, 30 years later. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. The, or- the orgies don't start happening until the 2020s. Okay. Right. All right. This well- is after someone who already did this cover. Sinkevitz says after Shilly. So this is a famous cover. I don't know what. Homage anyway, but- turn to the first page, Brad. All right, let's see here. As All I right. pour myself some more Diet Mountain Dew. There you go. It's, Spider-Man's, you, I am spider. I am spider. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's uh. Not quite. I am the spider, but I am spider. I am spider. You know, so he's, uh, precursor to you know robot parents and clone saga yeah. and everything like that. So, but anyway, he's starting to fight off the drugs, uh, and he remembers yeah. that he really is Spider Man. And the reason he got in this situation is he's trying to help Vicky and his kid and her kids. He knows he has a wife somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, and he's articulate enough. Um, well. <laughs> It's funny. He's, he's articulate enough to make a statement that, <laughs> you know, go back to the one panel. Okay. You know, he, he, he's articulate, even though he's so doped up and fogged up, he can say this place encourages failure breeds insanity, you know, <laughs> a little, little editorial comment here. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so big zero, you know, captain zero comes up to him and says, Hey, spider wins the next revolt. You know, I'm ready for battle. You're my hero. And he says this three times. You're my hero. Um, then a couple of orderlies take zero away, saying they have an important mission for him. Now, nothing good could come of that. They're going to, nope. they're going to, they're going to do a Jack Nicholson on him, you know? Um, yep. You know, so um, Peter asked good nurse, good nurse, Mary, what is going to happen to zero? And she tells him either shock treatment or lobotomy. Oof. And Peter goes, wait a minute. Isn't that illegal? Well, nobody cares here. You know, they just do it anyway. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Mary, good nurse Mary tells him that zero is being blamed for the uprising that Peter started. 
because, you know, Zero was particularly boisterous and enthusiastic. So, you know, some of the blame got def deflected to him. So essentially they want to neuter him. You know, I mean, the, the doctors are doc, evil docs already considered him a failure as an assassin and he's a troublemaker. So they're just going to cut his lobes and, you know, so, and he's going to be like, yeah. the, he's, you know, and then like, I guess later he'll be stuffed and put in a museum of apes, you know, with the planet of the apes and Charlton has, to go through, yeah. Anyway. So, you know, um, so anyway, so Peter and Mary now, good nurse Mary now start plotting. Uh, and this is where Mary's trust in Peter really seems premature. Uh, you know, she doesn't know who he is. She doesn't suspect he's Spider-Man yet. Uh, but, you know, she. So, but she's talking about, you know, medicine and what she can do to, you know. And lose the chair. Huh? Oh, we like. Okay. Yeah, you froze. There, there we are. You're back. Okay, I think yeah, we're back. You, you had frozen too. Okay. Yep. But anyway, so she doesn't know who this guy is. She doesn't even suspect he's spider. He's really Spider-Man. As far as she knows, he's another mental patient. But here she is now talking about him. Well, you know, I could replace everybody's medication with vitamins. Uh, you know, and she says, but the thing is, if you do that, then, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're, if people are doped up on drugs, they have to be weaned off or they'll be, you know, they'll, they'll be sick, you know, and Peter says, that's okay, because <laughs> it'll create chaos. Well, there you okay. go. <laughs> yeah, you can tell his senses are really dulled. You know, I don't care, you know, if they're, you know, going to, you know, try to kill themselves or hang themselves or slit their wrist or laying around drooling, you know, uh, let's do it. Let's switch out their let's, let's switch go, out Minister the Mary. meds. Yeah, let's switch out these people meds. All yeah. right. Back to the kids. Uh, let's see here. Frank decides to come clean with the kids and tell them the truth. He's a mobster. He needed money for the, he needed money for Vicky's doctors. Uh, but you know, like anybody else who starts to dabble with the devil, mm -hmm. like a certain superhero, we know, uh, <laughs> anybody who starts to make deals with the devil gets sucked in. There's no, uh, yeah. there, there's no, uh, casual relationships. Once you're in, you're in. And that's what happened to Frank here. So he finally agrees. He says, you know what? Uh, you know, if, if I bust your mother out, they're going to come after us. They're going to try to kill us. We don't care. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go rescue mommy. Well, the little girl yeah. pulls a gun on him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like yeah, that's, she, that's in two issues. Each kid has pointed a gun at dad. Gun I mean, my dad, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, so, I mean, you know, they, and, and he says, you know, our lives will change completely. And the, the boy says, well, our lives already suck hard. So what's the difference? Yeah. All right. Well, the arranger now is reporting to the Kingpin, you know, that uh, events are kind of the ward is kind of getting a little uh, restless. And he says that there's somebody there who's claiming a Spider-Man. Uh, the mad doctor wants to experiment on him. Um, and uh, so anyway, he's basically the Kingpin says, I don't want to hear your problems. Why did I hire you, arranger? And Ranger says to make decisions. Kingpin says, do it. So I don't know if the Kingpin suspects, maybe the, I don't know if either the arranger, it's not clear whether or not they really believe this, that he is Spider-Man. They probably don't. Again, it's just, they know he's causing trouble. They know he says he's Spider-Man, but essentially, yeah. you know, the Kingpin is saying, you know, it's like, no, I don't get involved in those decisions. That's why I hire you for, I need plausible deniability. You know, you got a problem in there, take it, you know, fix it. All yeah. right. And then the, so the arranger, you know, calls the police or not the police. I'm sorry. The arranger uh, calls the doc 
and he tells the dog, okay, you can experiment on 336. You can experiment on Spider-Man. Uh, but, you know, we pay you to make these decisions. Don't come to us. You know, so yeah. it's just, you know, like they say, shit runs down. You know, the, yeah. uh, the well, you know, I mean, the kingpin doesn't want to be, you know, give the order. You know, he wants someone else to make the decision so he can be. So the Rangers putting that off on the dock. No, you make that decision. You do that. But anyway, go ahead and experiment on patient 336, uh, which contradicts the fact that, this patient was, and so there's some inconsistencies in the story here. Why was his file a secret? Why was, there's a reference to him being off limits. So did, you know, the, is it just the doctor who suspected he was Spider-Man? And then again, how did the doctor know when nobody else knew? But anyway, yeah. all right, well, the doctor is going to work on Spider-Man's brain tomorrow, but first he's going to work on patient 2020, who we yeah. met in the first part and he's calling him brainstorm. All right. Yeah. Now, it's been 20 hours since good nurse Mary switched everybody's meds out with vitamins, and the patients are starting to go off the rails. They're fighting, and there's been a suicide attempt. I don't know, Mike. You know, it's a, but there's, but there's no hint that that triggers anything in, you know? Um, so, you know, that, I mean, that's a good idea, Mary. Mary, yeah, yeah, you know, I can trust her. That's a, that's a good idea, but the, the story does not hint at it at all. Anyway. Um, uh, you know, this is probably one of those assignments that came at, you know, here, by the way, we need somebody to write this. Well, you write, oh, okay, sure. You know, and they do it. And, um, so, uh, but, uh, you know, so anyway, a patient tries to commit suicide. I guess this is fine with Peter. <laughs> yeah. As long as they cause chaos. Um, so anyway, is this so what the dude looks like? Like this thing? Like that? No, this is just some wacko. I guess he's okay. wearing a mask or whatever. But the whole idea is the patients are going nuts. I mean, yeah, literally going, going nuts because they're going off their meds. Uh, and this creates, uh, uh, yeah, chaos. I don't know what this is, but this creates chaos. And Mary and Peter decide to use this as cover to try to rescue Vicky. Um, and, uh, and I, well, Vicky and zero, Mary is going to rescue Vicky and Peter is going to rec re rescue zero. Uh, but well, you know, so Peter gets zero out, but, uh, the mad doctor brings brainstorm to the party. Uh, and again, you know, it doesn't take long. Peter puts this guy down hard. Doesn't take him long at all. He's Spider-Man. Uh, Here, and then Frank real, real quick, let me, let me show you some pictures. Okay. So. He's got the black symbiote. Mary handed him the black. Spider yeah, that's right. Suit. Mary handed him the, the, yep. the said, don't you need your costume? And Peter yep. said, you know, puts it around his neck. And so he just puts it around his neck. And then he takes so. the dude out pretty hard. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Doesn't waste any time. It's like, um, you know, I mean, it, it takes, but, but he takes him down. Yeah. So, but then Frank shows up, dad shows up, puts a gun to the, the evil doctor's head, uh, you know, and he's ordering, he wants his wife released. So he marches him out to the waiting. The police are waiting. The police have been contacted that all kinds of bad stuff is going on. Uh, you know, so the police flood in, they arrest the doc. Uh, they arrest the doctor. Uh, Mary takes care of the wounded patients. Uh, and uh, she watches Peter Lee with Vicky. And she thinks, well, they dropped. Yeah, this is, this was some exposition here. They, they actually dropped the doc off somewhere isolated. Then they, they go to the police and tell the story and captain zero stands there and saying, oh, I love it when the good guys win. So anyway, but, but, but anyway, good nurse, Mary, you know, as Peter leaves, you know, uh, she says, well, he thinks he really is Spider-Man. Um, yeah. so next day, 
uh, Peter and uh, Ben Yurk are going to a news conference at the hospital. Uh, so Peter is cheaply put on a cheap disguise because he doesn't want anybody who might have been at the institution. There you go. To Got see it. him, uh, to recognize <laughs> he him. He looks because, like the Red Baron. <laughs> yeah, actually, he kind of does. <laughs> he actually does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I would have never guessed that was Peter. My gosh. But that uh, was the whole point, though, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Because he doesn't want anybody to, to recognize him. Because it, it's apparent that he is Spider-Man. So, so yeah. nobody knows his name. Uh, but you know, it, 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 everybody start realizes that he really was Spider-Man. So that's why he's trying to obscure his, uh, his identity. So he meets, uh, he, he sees good nurse, Mary, you know, ask her what she's going to do. She says, you know, I, um, you know, I quit. Uh, but anyway, the news conference is that the Kingpin who is a major backer of the hospital was appalled and outrage at the reports of abuse. He conducted his own investigation and found the head doctor guilty of illegal and unethical and abusive practices. The doctor has pleaded insanity and being held without bail. And you oh, imagine here, what's going to happen to him. There's the press conference. So, yeah. Yep. So, you know, of course, Peter is mad that the Kingpin's getting away again with it, but you know, Ben says he'll, he'll get his sometime. Yeah. Anyway, the last page, and this is to me, this is a really disturbing page. It really is. We go and the family is on the road. They're going out West. All right. And they are all, they're looking for a new place to live. They are all smiling. They're laughing. They're yeah. Mm. We're pioneers. Yay. Let's go off West or off the road. Yay. And it's like, no, you guys were all aiming guns at each other. A couple panels ago. It's like, no, uh, Vicky has legitimate, legitimate problems. Yeah. She's schizophrenic. And the kids, the yeah, kids. It's a completely, I mean, she's going to have to have therapy, medication. Oh. They're going to have to go into family counseling. You know, I mean, it's all, I mean, the, the last page should have been, you know, something that was a hopeful ending that they were all going to get help and find help. Nope. They're all you going know? out West to get crazy together, you know? <laughs> man and it was like oh my lord talk about not sticking to the landing you know i mean you know like i said this family i mean this family has a lot of problems you know and it's all just brushed away and but it's not that unusual though it reminds me of a lot of stories where the writer wants to say something they want to shine a light on a real world problem and obviously you know again, you know, mental illness and, you know, this, you know, how we treat the mentally ill, which, you know, this was 35 years ago and it ain't getting any better really, you know, now, you know, they're homeless, (laughs) you know, a lot of these people would be homeless probably now. Um, you know, it's an ambitious story, but it oversimplifies everything. Uh, it turns it into a good versus evil story. You know, Spider-Man, good nurse, Mary, good, evil doc, bad, Kingpin, bad. You know, it gives a very unconvincing finale. So, again, it's like a lot of people, they, they want to say something important. They want to, you know, uh, show the world outside our window. But they do a terrible job of really telling the story. Uh, no. Now, as we mentioned earlier, actually, in five years, five years later, Anne Nacenti returns for another three-parter uh, in Adjectiveless Spider-Man 29 through 31, Return okay. to the Mad Dog Ward. And several of the characters return, Brainstorm, the Mad Doctor, who's what now numbers? I'm going to gonna see if I can find it. 26? Okay. Adjective, no, Adjectiveless 29 through 31. 
I remember that. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And it, to be honest, it's a pretty simple story. It's not, you know, it's Brainstorm, uh, Dr. Hope, and, you know, Brainstorm, you know, fights Spider-Man a lot of times. There's Captain Zero is in there, and Captain Zero is, he's on it, he's an outpatient now. Uh, and Spider-Man sees him and meets him, and, you know, Zero obviously says, well, yeah, you were undercover <laughs> at the Looney Bin. Uh, and the thing is, Spider-Man, Zero is trying to be a superhero but with no powers, no sense, yeah. no, you know, and it's like, you know, you, he does something and, you know, and P and Spider-Man says, you know, you, you know, you did this, you, you severed some electrical lines or whatever, you know, if I hadn't been there, you know, you destroyed property, things were going to fall on people. You would have hurt, possibly killed people, you know? And so, you know, then there's kind of a mini arc that goes through that. He's trying to tell Captain Zero, you know, you can do good things, but you can't there you go. do what I do. Um, and, um, but, uh, so I, I, you know, whether anything, you know, none of these characters appear again, captain zero is actually referenced. So he's given a name, uh, and I looked him up. It, it's, uh, I forget the name he was given. He was given a name and he shows up as an entry in like civil war as, you know, potential, uh, people for the initiative or whatever, just like, uh, just like, uh, Armstrong from the, uh, from the, uh, Ben Riley backup. Uh, so, but again, you know, it's, it's whatever this was, you know, it's a fairly pedestrian story. It's not nearly as ambitious as the other one. Um, you know, it is what it is. Nobody ever shows up. And I don't know that it's ever been referenced. Uh, again. Well, but anyway, um, boys and girls, did you, ever, did you ever read these, by the way, JR? Nascenti no. did another Mad Dog Ward in the anthology. I, I did not know those. that. I yeah. did not know that. What chat, happened? Chat reminded me of it. And I think it's in that one. I don't think it's on, in the untold. And uh, do you have that book, by the way? It's really good. No, I don't. I don't. I don't have a whole lot of the Spider-Man novels. They were um, anytime I picked up one, it was kind of even the Green Goblin one, which I had high hopes for. That was written supposedly partially by Kurt Busiek. It was very, very dull, bad, boring, not very good at all. So um, here you go. They just recently started doing this. It's uh, you can get uh, it on Audible, so you can hear this. That uh, it's got a different cover. But that's the same book. They've started taking the Marvel um, uh, prose books from the 90s, and they started doing them as books on tape. Uh, not books on tape, but, you know. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking audio, about. Audio versions. Podcast, essentially. Yeah, essentially. So you can you can go listen to it here if you want to hear the, uh, the an additional Mad Dog Award story there. But there's a ton of, like, there, here's the other one. If it's not in that one, it's in this one. Um, I can't remember chat. Help me out which one it's in. And Jr. I know you would like to hear the secret wars read to you for six and a half hours. <laughs> yep. Yep. So. That's a, that's a, that's a great way to, you know, like make sure I have plenty of razor blades to, uh, uh Gary in. in the frozen said, I found that book at the local comic shop. And of course got it. Cause of Brad's recommended. I've recommended that a lot on the podcast over the years. Wow. Uh, also there's a good Hulk one. They also did a super villain anthology and a silver surfer and an X-Men too. I, I, I just love those prose books in the nineties. Yep. So anyway, yep. boys and girls, the mad dog, because you requested it. Yes. The mad was dog that, Ward. What was the grade on that story, by the way, JR? It's a memorable story. I mean, it, it's like, it, it's a unique story. You know, I mean, it's yep. one of those things you got to give her credit for. She did a unique story, uh, yep. put, 
and and it's a good it, and it shows again what a strong personality Peter Parker is. What uh, you know how he rises to the occasion, how he beats the odds, how he sticks up for the little guy. You know because the the I mean really and the hero is Peter Parker. I mean Spider Man is the costume. Peter Parker is the hero, yeah. uh, and this story demonstrates that. Uh, and, um, uh, again, it put Peter, it put him in a, a situation he hadn't been in before. And, and, you know, so I, it was a good, I still have to give it a C plus though. Um, mm. be, because the, again, it's it, normally it would have gotten a B, but again, it's the ending is appalling. Uh, yeah. again, you, you bring this issue up, you know, and then you don't, you oversimplify it and you don't stick to the landing you know, uh, I don't know, maybe it was like one of those where she thought it was going to be four parts and it got truncated to three. And so a lot of things had to be crammed together, cut out or whatever. But uh, I, I kind of have to give it a, uh, you know, a C plus because it tries to say something, but again, doesn't quite pull it off. I remember I was what, 11 or 12 when this came out and I did not like it, nor did it went over my head. It, uh, I just, I was like, why Spider-Man not in his costume very much? What? Why do they drug Spider-Man up? I just did not like this story. I've never really liked the story mainly because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even having you go through it 30 years later with me, I still, it doesn't interest me. I well, know. you know, again, it's hard yeah. to, I mean, of course, you know, we've, uh, you know, you know, some of us decades, we've been reading Spider-Man stories or whatever. And we, yeah. you know, it's, uh, we, uh, we don't like to see our hero almost yeah. virtually emasculated in a way. Yeah, um, we don't like him, you know, we, we, I mean, to be honest, and that's why one reason I hate the what if with Craven, where Craven kills Spider-Man and then starts eating his body. You know, I hate the Marvel zombies for that very reason. I just, mm-hmm. I hate, you know, someone thinks, Oh, this is a cool idea. Let's, you know, have Craven eat Spider-Man or let's kill Spider-Man off on page one or whatever. I hate those stories. I hate them. Um, you know, because, uh, you know, you know, we don't like to see our heroes treated this way. And so, yeah, I can understand if you're a kid, it's like, no, I, I'm not comfortable with this story. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't dig it as a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it would be, it would be a disturbing story for a kid and a kid would not get, you know, it's, it's funny because, uh, you know, you hear some of these old comic pros, they complain about the fact that the older guys, us older guys never gave up our comics and that comics should be for the kids. But obviously this was not a child story. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't, you know, so it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you, you write these adult stories and then you complain because adults continue to read right. them. So. And if memory serves, I think Christopher priest was the, was he the editor on this? Or Owlsley? this was the, this was the time around the time frame He was the editor. Yeah. Uh, and actually, mem- uh, Jim Salakrup. Oh, okay. And so, Salakrup came after Owlsley, I believe. Slash priest, and so. I remember they tried to make spec the dark title. Uh, web the traveling tr- title and amazing the flagship and this seems mm-hmm. like a spec story spread out over three issues yeah when when peter david took over and actually i kind of liked the the um i mean i kind of liked that that because because one peter david had spectacular and so he mm-hmm. could ha- he yeah. could do those stories now from Great. what i understand from your satellite podcast the other day uh, apparently the guy's lost his touch. <laughs> no, no, he. I, I still like his uh, Hulk Maestro. Just this Fantastic Four mini, new Fantastic Four is not my cup of tea, and a lot of people's not digging it. But yeah, what you so, gonna do? But anyway, no, it was. Uh, and and there was a time where they were distinctive titles. Uh, Web, on the other hand, the whole concept of Web was a pretty flawed concept because the whole idea is that you know Peter travels for Now Magazine, but everywhere Peter goes, Spider Man is going to show up. 
So how the heck do you, how do you maintain that? You don't. know, you don't. And so they, they abandoned it pretty quickly. And, 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 and then for they, the most, yeah. And then they, they release introduced- a fourth fifth title with McFarlane. How's the, yeah. how's the guy have that many adventures in one month, you know? Yeah. And, but you know, Webb was just, Webb was definitely like the C or D book. It was pretty directionless. I don't even know if it had a, uh, I mean, somebody's going to contradict me because they're going to have the real answers. Cause I'm just talking out of my ass. <laughs> but, I mean, it, I don't know that it really had a real, uh, a consistent team for very long. I mean, Jerry Conway with, wrote several With the exception stories. of Alex Savick, who was you on know, there for seven years, it didn't yeah. have a consistent writer. Terry Cavanaugh, I think, wrote for a while, but I mean, it just never really had a consistent, I mean, really, and those, some of those first 25 issues, it's like, well, there's a lot of like clearly fill-in stories. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I know that we did. I know that we did one with uh, uh, the cl- where, where where everybody went to the clinic, and we were having a good time with that. Yeah. But but that was like you know, I said, oh, first page, you can tell you are in fill in hell, uh, <laughs> and that was that that was yeah. a lot of uh, of of what Webb was. So yeah. there we go. Hey, we got about ten minutes. If you'd like to ask me or Jr. a question, we'll take them. Um, let's see. I think Pad Peter David's symbiote Spider Man stories are a flop because. I can't blame him for trying to get a check. <laughs> Lord knows the previous gen deserves more respect. Uh, I, I like some of those symbiote Spider-Man stories. I didn't mind them. Um, I didn't never read and, one. Never and picked we, up one. we wish Peter David. Well, he's not in good health. Um, oh, he's not. He's not. And uh, we wish him nothing but the best and him on in bad health writes better than some people that are in good health. So is uh, he, um, I would assume he's what diabetic or something. I would, that would be, so, that would yeah. be my guess, but, uh, uh what's the newest piece of Spider-Man merch you've added to your collection over my shoulder. I don't want to get up and get it, but I got the Spider-Man tissues that were released when the toilet paper came out. So I found that on eBay and I've been looking for that one for a year. So it's the matching toilet paper tissue set. My, well, you got anything new Jr. You know, that's a good question. Yeah. Not not Spider Man. Um, yeah. But well, not for myself. Uh, but actually, I've uh, here and there bought pops, Spider Man pops for Spencer. I bought, uh, you know, the um, there was this. Uh, I, I mean, there's too many to get them all or whatever. But it, yeah. Uh, but if there's a really unique one, like the where one where he was blue, it was a Make a Wish special, and oh, and I, I got that. I got him Spider Man 2099, and you know I sent him a picture because he's he's living in Michigan right now, uh, and going to school get, or whatever. You get the got the Target exclusive, the current suit that he's in in Amazing, where he's in the Goblin suit. No, I haven't seen that yet. It's I only a Target. I know I, I've been, I, in fact, I was just in target yesterday looking and, and I did not see it. I finally got the, uh, I did finally get this, uh, the green goblin, you know, like the, the, they're, they're oh, doing the little bitty little, guys. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, how many years did it take? I mean, they were doing, they did electro <laughs> first. They did. It's they like, did. they did venom. It's like, they didn't have the green goblin until September. Uh, but, um, you know, I know I got like, um, and uh, my daughter now is into uh, some of those things. So, like, she's got Spider Gwen mask and unmasked. Oh, I've got. Uh, she's big and she's big into. Actually, she's big into Wanda. She really likes Wanda. Oh, Wanda. Uh, yeah, we have she, a question like, from Gary in the Frozen. What's next for Spider history in 2023? Well, in a way, you know, folks, you're gonna, you, you know, that uh, some of that depends on you. Um, oh. I do believe that I got a request for Art Attacks, and yep. I think you also just, have a request from me. For about four or five issues of Spidey Super Stories. I just want us to do an episode of weird stuff like when Norman dressed up as a girl. Remember we did that, that one, we, though. Well, yeah, we did I that know, one. I know, but I want weird. I want the weirdest Spidey Super Stories you got. 
as well, an episode. You, you, you know, I, you've wanted to do the one where <laughs> you wanted to do the one where Spider-Man is is uh, in, you know, tells teenage kids not to have sex. You know, yes, we, I we want to do the Planned do, Parenthood one, please. We, you know, we, we should, we should just do like oddball, oddball story. Spider-Man stories. Uh, the, yeah. the Planned Parenthood one. That one uh, is just. I don't know. I don't. I don't think you and I could have fun with the Power Pack one about. Yeah, I don't want to do a child abuse one and have fun with it. No, 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 no. no it's, but it's, if you mix the Planned Parenthood one about safe sex and you mix some Spidey super stories in there. That'd be yeah, kind the, of fun. The thing is, it's like, we just can't pick any Spidey super story. I mean, it's gotta be, yeah. and I, I stopped collecting them after 24, although I'm think you can, I think you can find them surreptitiously, yeah. but those are really hard to find in the, I know issue. you go to my comic shop. They're expensive, really hard to find. And when you do find them, they're, they're expensive, which is, and they, they're not always in the greatest of shape. Cause those nope. were read by kids and I beat the hell out of mine. <laughs> Uh, the stalker from the stars we've done, we've done the stalker from the stars. Yeah. yeah I mean, if, uh, I'd have yeah. to, um, go to the archives. It's yeah, in there. I'd have to, I'd have to, Oh, that was that now see, that was a web of Spider-Man. It was, uh, it was, it was a dumb story. Oh, it was, it was, it was one of the ones we had the most fun with though. I think, I think we might've done that in April of 2012 in uh, podcast. In podcast well, number a one, ten year old story that was pre video, probably that's just it audio. Was. It yep. was, yeah. Hornacek uh, says, Do you still have a poster of Paul on order? Uh, <laughs> Paul is uh taking a break until he shows up again. I don't want to, uh, yeah. I don't want to, uh, overstay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that joke it was good when he's in it, uh, but yeah, you haven't seen the last of Paul, but uh, yeah, we gotta wait till he shows up again. Didymus wants to talk about uh, how about Web 18? There was three issues where Spider Man went in the damn thing, uh, he we, blew up, and uh, he was all in the black suit for about three from then on. Yeah, I, you know what, uh, that's interesting, but uh, I, I have no interest in doing a Spider Man story without Spider Man. Without Spider Man, what I was mean, that called? That was Web 18 and yeah, it was like, where is, where is Spider-Man? Because it was like, you know, the black cat was the subject of one. And there was yeah. like a little tombstone with a, you know, uh, I think magma blew him up or something like that. And yeah, yeah so the he Gene DeWolf, Gary, we've done that one. Yeah, we've done that one. We've done that one. Got to go to the archives for that one. We've done that yeah. one. Now, now it depends. Now, sometimes there are some that we have done more than once because spider history has kind of evolved over the years. Uh, and I didn't used to do just stories. You know, I just did the issues that came out that month and, you know, and and so lately I've been doing more stories, but uh, I'd have to, let's see. I know that was in spectacular. I know that was a spectacular one. Well, let's see here. 107. 107. There you go. Yeah. We did in October, 2009. That was, you know, that one might be, that might be, no, no, but I think we've done that one because I, I mean, I still, I remember it distinctly because I do too. Because when uh, um, the killer, I mean, it's the sin eater, uh, sin eater, yeah. When Carter, Stan, when Stan Carter shows up in the story, I remember that because, like, you know, he's the bad guy. Right. You know, there's no mystery or anything. Like, you know, he's the bad guy. So, um, so we have well, done that one. Brent is requesting one more day, and I know Jr. will say no. Nothing since the podcast started, even though that was 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you you know i mean brent you know you know it's an interesting you may it's do it it's, it's infamous we've not done it in a video it's infamous. With we've not done it the thing is i wrote uh which mr douglas graciously hosts all of my old articles yeah uh 
and really, and, and to be honest, and to be honest, Brent, and, and I think, you know, someone had brought up another topic that I covered. I don't know that I have anything more to say about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I put it all out there in the story, what, how stupid it was, how wretched it was, yeah. I, you know, what, and really in a way, what a bad story it was. It was a, it wasn't like, because it had an ending we didn't like. And I've always said that people we're not guaranteed an ending. They're not, you know, we're not guaranteed a happy ending for our hero, but we should expect and be delivered a good story. And that was, and one more day was an example of, again, creative writing. One Oh one fail this. If you want to find out what Jr. thinks yep. it's in the top 10 worst Spider-Man stories of all time. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, and I wrote, and I wrote a, uh, I, I wrote an entire article devoted to it. Um, it's right I wrote an there. Entire it's article. the number one. Yeah. When did you yeah. write this? Oh, it's been more than 10 years. I oh, would say. Oh, almost. look, it's the worst Spider-Man stories in the last 46 years. We just are celebrating Spider-Man's 60th anniversary. Yeah. So it's that'll been, tell you how old it is. Yeah. It, it's so, but honestly, I, I really don't know that I could say anything else. And to be honest, I mean, we all know it sucks. Everybody knows it sucks. If you, you know, if you go over, but Marvel to, won't admit it. They just won't admit it. That's uh, the frustration. Go over part. on the right hand side, the Spidey kicks butt. You can find it there. Also, the drop down menu under columns, Jr. And it's one of these. <laughs> I think it's yeah. So you can find it easily. I found it within a couple minutes over there. <laughs> but so uh, but yeah, that's uh, the, and, and like Civil War. You know, I mean, I don't really have it. I mean, I did a big long article on civil war and like I did it in the year in review. And I, again, I, I, I really don't have anything more to say about it. I couldn't bring anything new to the table. Uh, Paul Jenkins, Peter Parker stories, a bunch of those in a row, Brent requests. That's, you know, that's yeah. good. I love the one with the, well, we've done the one with the ball game and bam, yeah. Uncle Ben fades. The, uh, the thing is um, a lot of those stories are good for when I just do like a month, because sometimes I still like to go back to the old format of here's what came out this month. Here's what came out this month. Cause it's a good way to look at like those one part stories and, and also stories that maybe, you know, are overlooked that you know. we've done Spider-Man versus Wolverine where Ned gets killed. Uh, I remember that one. Let's see. You do remember that one? I do not. I'm trying to see now. See boys and girls. I can 87 a list. Here, hold that up again. Look at your flow chart of spider history. Oh, look at yeah. the black, the blanks. Yeah. I mean, we had, you know, it's kind of funny because. Oops. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think actually in 2018, we only did four for the entire year. Um, not quite, wow. Yeah. Not quite sure what happened that year. Cause usually there's always every year, there's always a month or two, but uh, for 2016, 17 and 18, uh, there were a lot of gaps. And then, uh, uh, and then in 2019, we started doing them on a, on a, on a more regular basis. Uh, request for Amazing Spider-Man Annual 21. I think we done we that. haven't done that. I don't. Think. Oh, we haven't done the wedding. I don't think we have. But <sighs> again, let me let me write these down, boys and girls. So I mean, I'm already doing art attacks. Art attacks. We got the wedding. Yeah, the, and we got. You should the do wedding. the wedding with the spec honeymoon. Back right. To back. Right. Should do that. Uh, and, and the thing is, though, sometimes I try to do these around the months they actually came out. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like you may request something and I said, well, that was the September issue. I'll do that in, in September. Now, the thing is, a lot of this year's, they all came out between June and October. So I just kind of had to say, well, I'm just going to go ahead and do them. Got the, but uh, another request attack, for the wedding. Yeah. Got a request for the wedding. Um, we have a request for uh, the, uh, uh, the Ned, the Ned gets killed, which is yeah, a, 
hold on. We got, I can pop it up. We have uh, Amazing 289. You got Spider-Man versus Wolverine. And also there's a web issue, if memory serves. Mm. That could be an episode. Yeah, that's the one where... Um, 29 or something? Web yeah, 29? the one where essentially the Rose is telling the... Uh, yeah. It's the origin of the Rose, but really it's the origin of the Rose and the, the Ned Leeds Hobgoblin. Um, but again, see, I wrote a, a series of articles about the Hobgoblin. I had like four or five, a four or five part art series on the Hobgoblin, which ends at Kingsley versus Osborne. Uh, again, so I don't know how else I, uh, parallel lives. We've done, I swear we've done parallel lives. I really do. I really do. I think we've done that one. Yeah. Uh, do you so, see it on your flow chart? <laughs> nah, not yet, but that doesn't mean that we have, you know, that doesn't mean that I won't find it later. I you agree, know? Brent. Oh, hey, we've done Spider-Man Marrow. Oh, my Lord. That was one of the ones. Spider-Man Marrow. Yeah, yes. remember, this was this was in 2014. Uh, it was a one-shot Spider-Man Marrow. We have uh, Gary saying, these articles are extremely informative, along with Spider History. It means a lot to me. JR being a massive Spidey fan. Thank you so much. Well, you're quite welcome. Hornacek is requesting, I sw- I know we've done this one, the Razorback, I'm Brother, Power, sure. Sister, Son, Hate Monger, Big Pig Epic. We've done yeah. that one. I'm pretty I, sure. That might even have been a video podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I vaguely remember. Yeah, we've done that. That was, uh, oh, wait a minute. No, that's, that's number 32. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we done that because that's where the, uh, the hate monger and it's really the beast or, or something or other, something. How really about the hooky graphic novel? That one's trippy. We've not done, we've not done that. They've not done that. I you know we should do, you should do the hooky one and you should do the parallel lot, not parallel lives. Um, fear itself. It's called, it was long before the other fear itself, but remember Mary Jane, and Peter get a castle, and it's the last time Ross Andrew drew Spider-Man. And it's uh, got the silver sable in it. I think that's called Spirits of the Earth, isn't it? Nope. Where they go nope. to Scotland. That's Charles Vess. That's Charles oh. Vess. We're talking about Ross Andrew. The art is hmm. not that good, and uh, it's the last time Andrew drew Spider-Man. So we should do the graphic novels as an episode. Well, if I have them, sometimes I. I mean, I. I. Well, uh, I don't it. have. I swear, a lot it's of called these. Spider-Man: Fear Itself. Uh, that is familiar, but uh, but um, uh, for some reason I keep thinking Spirits of the Earth. That's the one where they got the castle. I think we should do. Oh no, that, you're Hooky right. was the uh, Hooky was like the uh, the little girl who's really a monstrous creature or something like that. Yeah. Um, Here it is, Fear itself. That's not really a graphic novel, is it? That, that's it a is. Novel. It is a graphic novel. It is a graphic novel. I do look at look at the goblin in the tree over here by yeah, Joe Jesco. Yeah, and remember this one? I do not. Yeah, you're right. Marvel graphic novel. I do yeah. not remember that. You don't one. remember that one? It's it one's trippy. Let me see if I can find the interior art. It again, it's the last time Ross Andrew drew Spider-Man. Let's see here. Copy image address. Here we go. Here's some interiors. It's just not like it used to look in the seventies, man. This is 1990 Ross Andrew. I think he passed away shortly after, but it was nice to see him come back to Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of artist styles kind of change over time. Uh, but actually yeah. the, one of those pictures of Spider-Man looked exactly, he said, yeah, that's it. I, I kind of would recognize that Ross Andrew is, is in a way my Spider-Man artist. I mean, I just, and you've not read this. You so should. I haven't read it. I haven't read it. I can probably find it. I, I don't not, not sure it's been reprinted. Maybe it's the, online. I don't know. 
I'm, I'm trying to think of when some of these came out, but, uh, this is, it says 1992. Yeah. See, I was, I don't know. How much, ah. I don't know how much these, these graphic novels cost. They are. Before. It's on Marvel unlimited. There you go. You can read there it now. I should. Yep. There February 18th, 1992. Oh, Stanley and Jerry Conway wrote it. And Ross Andrew. Mm -hmm. There you go. The mad Baroness has her hands on the most destructive force in the Marvel universe. The Cassidy crystals. <laughs> Spider-Man must prevent the deployment of a weapon that introduces nightmarish terror. Find out why the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. It just sounds, it just sounds like the mad Baroness has her hands around carnage's balls. That's what it, that's what it sounds like. The Cassidy crystals. You oh, know, Hornacek like, says Hitler actually appears in fear itself in a flashback. Oh, oh there we go. Trigger warning for that one. If we ever do that one, trigger. I want to know why Mary Jane gets a castle. Is it the same people who gave Aunt May an island? <laughs> oh my Lord. Yeah. Fear I, itself yeah. has a ghost-like villain co-written and plotted by Stanley himself. Yeah, Charles Vested, Spirit of the Earth. How about we do Spirits of the Earth, Earth, Fear Itself as an episode? And what was there a third? Well, we've already done Parallel Lives. So if we do Fear Itself and Hookie, that would be an episode next year. That could be. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, well, you we know, I'll look and see if we've done some of these. I know we've not done Art Attacks. I'll see if we've done The Wedding and the... Uh, because I always... I, you know, actually, The Wedding and the Honeymoon, if we've not done that, that's a good one to that's do. a really though, good one. They're not, they're now out of continuity so far because this, they came out yeah. when I met my wife, you know, oh, so wow. I've always, 87, I've always, huh? yeah, I've always got, yeah, I met my wife in 87. So I've always kind of had a sentimental f attachment to those issues. Peter getting married and going on his honeymoon around the same time. I actually met my Re wife. Request so. something post clone saga, like Demetrius spec from two forty ish. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Demetrius post clone saga. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you, post Clone Saga, except for uh, for, and I've said this many times, uh, except for uh, Sensational. Yeah, you uh, like it. Was a yeah. pretty. St I thought. I mean, yeah, the Falcon. I thought, I thought Adjectiveless was better than Amazing at some points. On yeah, that. I mean, uh, Mackie. I see Howard Mackie. I thought Howard had a really good handle on Norman Osborn. I really thought he did. Now uh, Ira is requesting Spider Man and Superman. Now I've done that for that Fight Club. That's a really good idea. I have not done it. I, d I have not done it for Spider History, but I did do it for Fight Club. But Jr. can take us through that if you want. Yeah, that is uh, that's a very good idea. I'm Gary, I don't know what. Well, Gary, I can help you out. All right, let's uh, let's just go find this. Well, let's see if I can find it on my screen. Oh, I don't want to show all that. Let me not show my passwords and stuff to get into this. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see here. You know, cause actually parallel lives would make a good threesome with the, uh, honeymoon and wedding episode. Yeah. Uh, see here. All right. Now we are on the pod uh, that hosts our site. Going to make a liar out of us, Brad, I think. Oh, hold on. Add to stream. Let's take this out. I'm just going to search for spider history wedding. Ah, here we go. Parallel lives. Got it. We did that one in. Okay. It is podcast number 557, uh, May of 2019. So we looked at uh, amazing 315 spec 150 web 50 and parallel lives number one so okay well there you go yeah. the what, what i thought we were looking for parallel yeah parallel lives 
Yeah. May 2019, podcast number 557. Natch, Excelsior. I'm tr- nope, I got nothing. P-R-A- How do you spell parallel? P-A-R-A-L-L-E-L hmm. lives. I'm trying oh. to think. We've done amazing annual here. Let me see. I can't here. pull it up, but if Jarrah's got the episode number, there you go. A uh, couple other requests, and then we're going to wrap it up. Well, actually, we're 15 minutes past when I said we'd wrap it up. That's hysterical. You guys, I'll listen to it tonight, says Gary in the Frozen. So it go well with the review of a- Annual 21. I, I tell you, I can almost, I can pray. I mean, of course, none of us can guarantee anything, whether even we're going to be here next day or, or not. But uh, Lord willing and the creek don't rise, uh, you <laughs> will see You will see the Superman team-ups next year. Good idea. Oh, well, there you go. You get two of them. You can do. I don't know when. I don't know when, but uh, I can almost guarantee you'll see those because those are the first one in particular brings back some memories. You know, Uh, particularly since the first one cost two and a quarter. (laughs) Oh wow, that was crazy! Ain't none of us going to listen to a podcast. We want to watch it, Brent. You can't watch you. A lot of these people listen to them in their cars. Yeah, go on. I have yeah, several we, we, people. We've had like, like over the road truck drivers tell us, uh, truck you know, drivers, the, yeah. and uh, a guy uh, in the UK listens to us on his phone on the bus going to work. A lot the numbers differ with you, Brent. A lot of people like the videos, but they also love to listen to the podcast. Hence, why we've been doing it since 06. Um, you know, one time, sometimes I would, one. I've go ahead. No, I was about to say, because I, I would sometimes I would like to go back and listen to some of these to see what we covered and how much in depth we covered it. Because yeah. I know there are some that we've just really given short shrift to, uh, but I cannot stand to listen to the sound of my own voice. Oh, I cannot. No, I mean, I can't. I can't go back and listen to it because I cannot stand it. And I can't stand it when I say something stupid, which is quite often. <laughs> uh, you know, the, hearing jokes that don't land. Uh, things like that. It's just painful. Just painful. But most of my requests, uh, would involve Jr. heavily drinking. Yeah. Those are some of the best shows when, uh, like I would have never thought Jr. would talk about clones and symbiotes on an episode, but well, we did it this well, year. The fact that when, when, when I started, when we started going to trying to do, and I think it started actually when we did Craven's last time, cause I'd never done Craven's last time. Um, because ultimately what was starting to happen, the reason we didn't do the clones early on is because we were just like doing things by month. We were doing what came out this month, what came out this month, what came, and see, the thing is by the time you get into the late eighties and early nineties with all the crossovers, that becomes impossible, you know, and the clone stuff was so interconnected and stuff. It's like, there's, there's no way we can do, you know, but, but, you know, like I said, in the last couple of years, we've, we've done stories or arcs or whatever. Uh, and so that's made it possible to, to do some of these clone stories. Hornacek says you need a spider intern. <laughs> uh, Be rich. Thanks for watching us up in KC. Appreciate it. Thank uh, you, everyone. Hey, you guys got four hours of content tonight. So oh that's, my gosh. Uh, and we didn't even have a super chat. Not, we didn't make a buck off this, JR. We didn't make $1. Because <laughs> we're doing it for love. We, we if if even minimum wage pays better than this, doesn't it? <laughs> four hours we worked. We didn't get a buck. But anyway, no, it's, it's always, uh, no, it's, it's no, I, and I actually like to, 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 to visit stories that I haven't visited in the past. I mean, I, I, I don't even know if I actually read, actually read plan to the symbiotes, you know, I scanned it, but I don't know if I actually read it. Uh, um, Gary wants that flow chart on the side, Brad. 
Well, it's not really a flow chart. It's an Excel spreadsheet. And uh, here's a good one. I like what Matt says. What about your own history of your first issues that made you want know that you'd love Spider-Man? Um, that's I like that one. Do you have one? I got one. We've never tackled it either, Jr. Here, I'm going to pull mine up. What issue I would like you to cover, which made me a Spider-Man fan for life. Also a Hulk fan. Yeah, you know it's funny. Um, someone uh, in the podcast remembers the story I've always told about losing Amazing 100 because Sarah bought it, you know, and I, and I lost that in the move, uh, which it wouldn't have been in any decent shape anyway, to be honest. Even if it had survived the mood, but uh, that's one I almost like. Oh boy, if I could just because I finally found the spectacular the magazine number two which is yep. the Green Goblin story. I've been looking for that at a decent price, and I found a kind of beat up. I kind of found a worn a worn copy, a, lo- a well-loved copy uh, for a very, very, very reasonable price. So I, I hope that sometimes a, uh, uh, issue 100 will, you know, a little uh, scratch and dent issue will show up at a reasonable price. Here is my request for an episode for next year. Are you ready? All right. Some of the best Hulk and Spider-Man team-ups and it has to include, which is the one that made me a fan of both of these characters for life, Hulk and Spider-Man in Marvel team up number two. We've never done that one. I, I almost guarantee we've never done that one. <laughs> I would love you to review that one. I bought that off the spinner rack yeah. uh, when I was like four or five years old. And that and I knew Spider-Man from TV and the electric company and the Hulk from Bixby. And when I saw those two together, I'm like, oh, I got to get this. That made yeah. me a Spider-Man fan for life. That issue yeah. right there. Please yeah. review that one. That's my request. <laughs> <Spider-Man>. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I'm always two. thinking of I'm always thinking of Marvel team up number 27. So uh, because that oh, was. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm just glad I never lost power or internet during these episodes. Hurricane Florida just missed me. Oh, that's good. Wait a sec. My gosh. Uh, oh, we did. We got a super chat. I, I asked for oh, it. Oh, thank Shelly. you. Thank you, Michael Reed. Thank we got you. A, thank you. Thank you very much. We got Marvel team up annual two. Yes, that is the one I'm requesting. Uh, you know, we, and we haven't done a lot of the annuals simply because they didn't fall not. within a month. Um, there was a third Superman Spider Man, it was after the DC and Marvel limited series. Uh, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. Um, I mean, I'm, but I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with the treasury editions. Those would probably be the ones that I, because of, oh, what they, you know, here's another one I'm requesting. I love this one as a kid too. Um, wait a minute. You're, you're the host. You can't, I mean, we're not, you're not a fan. You know, we're, I we're am a fan. You're supposed to take uh, the request from the fans. Well, I'm a damn fan and I'm, <laughs> <laughs> um, it just literally was uploaded to, uh, Marvel unlimited. And let me see if I can find what it is. Um, Here is my request. There it is. And so we've got good images of it, JR. Um, Boom. At the 1980s Olympics. Now, remember this? The U.S. pulled out of the Olympics. But Marvel was already making a book. And so Hulk and Spider-Man go to the Olympics. I have so, never seen that. Are you kidding me? You, you can read it on Marvel mm-hmm. Unlimited. It's pencil, written by Matt Lowe, penciled by Trippy, who is a famous... Oh, whatever it is. I just saw it. It's up there. Um, but Marvel Treasury and a bunch of 
various heroes are introduced in that too. That's a, that's a request. <laughs> well, we went, we went to the winter Olympics. I mean, uh, cause it says winter Olympics. We went, oh, did there. we go to, do we not go to the summer? Which one? The do we summer, the summer was held in Moscow and ah, that's we were, uh, we were, you know, protesting the, uh, um, the, uh, Russian invasion of Afghanistan. That's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hornacek says, what about the ASM annual or Jonah Marinus? We did that one. I think, I think or maybe that's a fight club. I think either we fight did club or history. I think uh, we did that one. 90 team ups with Batman. I know we've done fight club with that. I'm not I sure think, about history. Yeah. I'm running out of gas. <laughs> I am sorry. too. I am too. I'm we've so been good. on the line for four and a half hours. Yeah. So anyway, um, anyway, thank you for all your suggestions. Thank you for the suggestions that we've done no, this year. No doubt. Uh, and uh, yeah, this is know. the last one. The audio listeners will, uh, this is our last spider history for 2022. Yep, we decided so, to get them all done. Yep. All right. Some of us old people are up past our bedtime. So, we are. so everybody, thanks for watching and listening all year. And uh, we will be back in 2023 for more Spider History. And that is the last Spider History for 2022. I hope you enjoyed it. JR and I have a blast doing them every year. And uh, we're going to do even more in 2023. Before we go, I want to thank people that made this episode possible for you to listen to it. They logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. So a big thank you goes out to Gene, GhostSpider2018, JR, Robert, Scott, Vinkman, Adam, I, Adam W, Brian, Craig, Cyberweasel, uh, Frazetta Hulk, Frederick, Jacob, James, Jesse, John Bob, John P, Josh, Kelly, Laura, Matthew, Muhammad, Noah P, Ryan, Sarah, Scott F, Scott M, Will, hashtag something good for you, AJ, Andrew, Anthony, Dowd, Datboy, Donnie, Jeffrey, Hafskimo, I'm gonna skip this one, Ira, Jay, JB, Jared, John M, Curtis, Milo17, Mitzi86, Patrick, Ryan, and Sailor Sega, Steven, Stuart, Symbiobro, and Toby Z. One more time, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, get exclusive uh, swag, also your own Discord server, and early access to podcast release and our exclusive Spider Satellite episode released every month, which is usually about two hours of reviewing books that are not the Amazing Spider-Man title. All right, hope you enjoyed this episode. We will be back next time. 